Welcome to the Strip Down Know Nothing podcast, focusing on the bare naked ladies. That's right, whether they're beautiful or homely, from Enid to one and only, we're It's All Been Done, the podcast. He has to laugh or he'll end up in the bath. It's my co-host, Evan. Standing next to him, I feel hopeless, and he knows it. It's my co-host, Saker. <laughs> that was, uh, that makes me feel bad. You should. Do you feel hopeless next to me? I'm never going to get out of here. <laughs> so it's not that you respect me too much and look up to me. It's that you hate being with me. Well, Boy, that line could be, we're not even you, talking about you're, the song You're yet. like framing yourself as an aspirational figure? Uh-huh, yeah. I assume so. That's what that line is about in the song that we're going to talk about today. Right? Uh, yeah, good. We'll get, we'll get there. We'll <laughs> okay, get there. we'll get there. That's fair. Uh, Ev. Yeah. Tell me about your favorite food. Ooh, well, I don't think I can, ha- I don't think that I have just one favorite. Really? Right. How about a favorite type of food? Okay. What's your favorite type of food? Ooh, I don't have one. I can't even. <laughs> <laughs> like. What a delight. Like a- any ethnic food is always, is almost always good. Here's what I've been doing. Except Tues- for like, like Northern Scandinavian ethnic food. That was the only like ethnic food I've like dug into and been like, no thanks. What is, is that like all mostly salted fi- like fish? fish? Yeah, mostly fish and stuff like yeah. that. And I, I'm not been, a, I'm not a fan of fishiness usually. E- every Tuesday, my friend works from Tuesday. home. Tuesday. And uh, I am, it's summertime, so I'm a teacher. I got shit to do. Living's easy. And uh, so we've been doing a different buffet every Tuesday, oh, which has been man. a delight. You're just like waving your flag in my face. I take Tuesdays off. Every Tuesday, come <laughs> go buffets with us. Work from home. I love buffets. Yeah, take a little boy. No, he can get a buffet too. We've done two different pizzas. We're doing tomorrow. Uh, Tuesday is uh, when this podcast comes out. Jesus, we're doing an Indian buffet. We've uh, done, uh, we're going to do wings coming up. We did sushi time just the other day, a, which is a Evan and Saker delight usually. Yeah, infinite wings, sushi. There's a wing buffet? Yeah, Quaker Steak and Lube does all the, oh, you can eat wings for lunch every day. Huh. Oh, yeah, my friend. You got to get out there. Um, wings. Buffets for me are always with exercise and regret. Why? Because I always push too hard. Like a marathon runner digging deep to finish. I I like <laughs> I like get two plates in me and I'm like, oh god, I'm full. Yes, but, but I'm also yes, an American. I'm also an American. And I also paid thirteen ninety nine for this, this. buffet. Yeah. Two plates ain't gonna cut it. Uh, I'm with you, and I always feel even worse because I mean, my wife and I eat dinner every night together, and so some days I'll just be like, babe, I'm not going to eat dinner with you tonight. And I feel bad because that's a time where we share and we... You're like divorced. <laughs> yeah, basically. It's threatened divorce on more than one occasion because I pushed too hard. I okay. also feel like there always has to be a dessert plate. Mm, yeah. So even at a place where like we went and got sushi, I'm like... I got to get some, uh, some deep fried banana and some Tamago rolls because those are the sweetest sushis they have. But I got to have my dessert. Do you feel like there get always your, has get to your be? mochi creams at, at a regular buffet, a regular buffet, a good buffet should provide some sort of, uh, you know, dessert, sweet treat. sweet treat at the end. Yes. You know, even if it's just a, a, a after dinner mint. Sure. What's the dream buffet for that- sweet treats? Dairy Queen, DQ, all you can eat soft buffet. serve. No, no, no. I'm talking about you wheel yourself up to that uh, soft serve machine. I'm saying like Indian buffet got that rice pudding. Mm. That's a dream I'd say to finish a meal. Like a gulab jamun. Yeah, gulab jamun. Oh my uh, god, the best. Yeah, yes, yeah. love it so much. Um, but also, I, I gotta am... stop coming to this fucking podcast hungry because <laughs> we spend way too much time talking about food, bud. I'm not gonna fight with a cinnamon pizza. Those dessert pizzas yeah. with the icing on them. Mm-hmm. Fuck, those are good. Yeah, I think I like buffets, but. 
my house is a buffet anytime I want it to be. <laughs> like I can I can make any type of much of any type of food I want. But the logical inconsistency there is you have to prepare and or pay for it. Now you had to pay for the buffet. I right. realize that, but it feels different because the the pay is at the end. Mm-hmm. So you basically walk into a room and they give you as much food as you want. Yeah. And at any point, I could break the social contract and just run out the door. That would be a shit thing to do. But in your brain, it feels easier. Mm-hmm. There's no I I went to like a, a Mexican buffet once that I I still remember pretty I don't pretty think I've pretty ever fondly. Been to a Mexican buffet. Yeah, I was just thinking of like all the different types of buffets tend to be eth, like ethnic yes. food in usual. Now, I, like I know there's like golden corrals and home country buffets, but Ugh, I'm just not interested in like cafeteria food. Yeah. Oh god. And no, no shade on anyone who loves golden corral. You know. Last time I went to Golden Corral, well, the strip club by my house had all you can eat steak and crab legs. I keep driving by this. Did you go? No. When is it? I'm going to go if it's on Tuesday. (laughs) I keep driving by this strip club, Sirens. Yes. Anyone in the Columbus area. Uh Um, It's near the 270 Cleveland Avenue interchange. For those Columbus people listening, you can slowly narrow down where Evan lives thanks to clues that we've (laughs) hidden. Every Columbus person listening is already my friend and has been to my house. In fact, probably everyone who listens to this podcast is already my friend and has been to my house. He lives near a lake. I live near a great lake. So yeah, Sirens had all you can eat, all you can eat steak and crab legs. Like they keep having like things I want to go to, but there's also a strip club attached. And okay. I, no, again, no denigration on strip clubs or people who go to them. Uh, you know, people, girls got to work. You know, uh, guys got to work. But uh, I don't. I, it makes me really uncomfortable to be there because I'm like, right. oh yeah, I want to look at naked people with 50 other strangers. Yeah. That does not. That just seems like an old. That yeah. seems like an old world thing that I'm not into. I say no shame on people who work there, but people who go there tend to be a certain. Type of you person, know, I've right? only been to a couple strip clubs, and usually with like a bachelor party or sure. something. And usually, I just kind of hang out near the door or at the yeah, bar. Yeah, I don't want to yuck anybody's yum. Yeah, right, so fair. yeah, it's fine. You know, they're they're paying for it, and the people and they'll be paying for it. <laughs> you know, once your wife finds out, she'll have that rolling. Yeah, it just pin. seems like a it seems like a sort of like performance. Hold on, real quick, don't just breeze past my my weird casual misogyny. I want to apologize for that thing I just said about your wife waiting with a rolling pin in the doorway. That's an antiquated view and I feel bad for I having said it. I didn't even hear it. I know because you were too busy talking. Go ahead. Yeah, I feel like strip clubs are sort of like there's a sort of performative masculinity at strip clubs that I don't want to engage in. Okay. And that's it just makes me uncomfortable to sure. be there. I would agree. Yeah, yeah. They're they're very they're uncomfortable places to be. For um, me, for me. But not, again, I want to go to Sirens and get that all-you-can-eat crab. So do I. And they have like a like the uh, little person wrestling that I kind of want to go to I mean, and see. Uh, that feels real. It's. I mean, again, it's the same sort of thing as a strip club, though. Like they're they're working, they're getting paid for their their things, and there is a sort of spectacle to it, which I don't really like. But uh, and they also have like uh, like UFC fights, and I kind of like free, no right. cover. Yeah. And so they always have stuff I kind of like stuff I kind of want to do, but I don't want to do it at a strip club. Yeah. Let's just bite the bullet and go, dude. Let's just go to a little person wrestling event there. Next time they have one. Hulk Hogan's Mini Champions is what they're called. Is that really it? Shit. We got to go there. That's the place where Stormy Daniels got arrested. Yeah. It's a historic Columbus location at this point. Yeah. Um, I feel like they're going to be like, there'll be some spectacle to it because it's pro wrestling, but also they're going to be athletes, right? Uh, Little people. Sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think I think I was still thinking about Stormy Daniels. I mean, strip like... uh, uh, well, well proportioned, not yeah. proportioned, but well, well appointed <laughs> strippers are athletes, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, you're right. So, um, yeah, I, uh, I'm, I'm serious. Do you want to go to the next event? They have no. There? I will bring my baby. You'll bring your my baby. baby. 
No, you I mean, don't. I can't even take off my clothes when I want to in my like bedroom. I like mess that up. Like put my head through the the armhole. My you know put my pants on one. We got both legs You're and one leg on my pants. Sitcom weirdo. This does not actually happen, does it? All the time. Shut the fuck up. You are. You ever not... seen me try to change clothes? Yes. No. <laughs> Sorry, I wanted the people out there to think I'm cool that I've seen my friend <laughs> naked. <laughs> no, I didn't say naked, just trying to change clothes. Yeah, okay. I never get anything fully off me. Sure. You are a never. I'm wearing new. every piece of clothing I own, as <laughs> usual. You are, you look like you've gained a lot of weight, but you're saying it's all just clothing yeah, weight. Yeah, this is all, it's all fabric. Okay, good. All the way down. And all the water weight of you sweating. I'm just a skeleton, basically. <laughs> yeah, basically are. Um... I can't believe you don't want to go. I'm gonna. I'm going to take my buffet friend. Hey, so uh, let's get to the song this week. No, it's... I'm going to eat crab and tell you how it was. Okay. And you're gonna be jealous of me. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I, the steak would be really more of a draw for me than oh, the crab. I don't like steak. I don't mind crab, but like steak, steak's great. Woo-hoo-hoo. See you again in one week. <laughs> All right, let's talk. The song that we have this week. Yeah, before week... we dig ourselves into any other fucking holes, <laughs> I'd like to apologize for that intro. Wait, why? What did we do wrong? I don't know, but I feel like we did. <laughs> we didn't. We, t- we we were positive on sex work, which isn't even sex work. Strip work is like tangentially it's, it's, related. It's, it's, it's a exotic dancing. It's performative. Yeah, it's performative. Uh, and you you said little people every time, which is not what they call it. I feel like we handled it with aplomb, my friend. Well, until we started apologizing for okay, it. Okay, <laughs> that was what you did at the beginning of this segment. Our song this week is called Conventioneers, and it's a sexy one. If you've never heard it before, here's the song you're going to hear in your next strip club visit. into the room and the whole place stopped to notice standing next to you I feel hopeless and you know this okay that'd be an interesting experience I would love to see somebody stripped to conventioneers <laughs> that would be I mean, as a very good ladies love. fan it's my dream well I mean it, it could be describing a, a stripper like the first like three or four lines you walked sure. into the room and the whole place stopped to notice standing next to you, you. i feel hopeless and you know this mm-hmm. i've never been so ashamed of my attraction because i have a wife and kids at home uh-huh. i'd be happy if you just gave me a fraction of the uh price off because it's expensive to no, be here here's where it falls apart because they don't dance together well i mean he you can dance as we dance she was on stage and he <laughs> he's, was like, he's, he's dancing doing too. the monkey at a seat you and me senior so you fell in love with uh are you doing a read already for this song? <laughs> Are you saying it's about a well, then I guess Then I guess he bought a private dance. Sure. He followed all the perfume, perfume away from the rabble right up to your private room to drink. Okay, now and it travel now scrabble. Now we're falling apart. apart. Okay. Because I know in Columbus you can't drink at a strip club. Really? Yeah, I don't think you're allowed to have... Well, you can drink at uh, like a go-go bars or something like that. So you can strip down. You can't take drink where women are taking off their pants. Or men, I think. That's... I think that's on the city books. Okay. You can't serve liquor and have like naked people around. And can you fix that being on city council? No. Okay. And I'm not on city council. You're on tribal council. <laughs> you get to vote people out of your neighborhood. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> there are some people I'd like to vote out of my neighborhood. Evan, have you ever heard this song before? Did you own Maroon? Did we talk about this? I didn't own Maroon, but I was Maroon adjacent. I was like, uh, <laughs> like I was friends with people who were bare naked lady fans and did play maroon for me got it and it was like the time in high school where like 
music was still sort of young. You're like discovering your taste in music. Sure. So you'd go over to someone's house and listen to an entire freaking album I while you're never... doing some while you're doing something else. Okay, like you're okay, not okay. just like listening to mu- listening to music. Sure. But like you'd be playing like Magic the Gathering or something. Sure, yeah. And they'd be playing like Bush's Sixteen Stone. Yeah. Okay. That's for sure. So so you you have heard this song in the past, but did yes. you ever remember it? No. No. Okay. So what? I mean, I remember this song intimately because this song mm. blew me away <laughs> when I was a kid. Uh, so having heard it, and I'll get to that a little bit later, but having heard it, uh, before, but not remembering it, what did you think? Like, what were your first experiences? I'm treating you like a guest. Like I always do yeah. when we don't have a guest. That's why I like being, it's like when we don't have a guest. Cause you show me some respect Shut and like a basic human up. decency. Um, so, so I really, uh, th- this is another song. I didn't like at first, but really grew on me. Really? Okay. Yeah. I'm super surprised to hear that. Yeah, I was, thought you would have fucking murdered this song. No, it was like, I mean, it was elevator music. But it was sort of like a tongue-in-cheek elevator music. Okay. Like, they're, like, winking at you the whole time. Like, yes. it's, like, very white, smooth jazz shit. I mean, it does I, have... I shouldn't say shit. Very white, <laughs> smooth jazz music. That's fine. You could call it shit. Well, I meant you... shit not in the sense yeah, that it was I, bad. Everybody knows. <laughs> I'm on my... I'm, I'm really, I'm really nervous so, now. Whenever you talk on this podcast, you're so defensive. I feel like you... Well, I don't want to say anything wrong. I know. And you're a sweetie. Nobody thinks you are saying anything wrong. If you think Evan's saying something wrong, go ahead and at Evan Dickin on Twitter and say, hashtag you bad boy. If you think he only does right things, at Evan Dickin on Twitter, say, hashtag Mimi want some more. <laughs> you rad boy. You rad boy. Um, there are, like, this song is funny. Like, this song yeah. is not attempting to be funny. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it is. I think it is. But it's definitely attempting but to be it's funny. But it's funny. But, like, it made me laugh several times. But here's the thing. It is it is very tongue-in-cheek because there's not jokes in this song. Mm-hmm. But the narrator is so zealous and over-enthusiastic that it does come off as a funny song. And I think that's inten- That's definitely intentional. 100%. And I think, I think Steve, this is, this is sort of Steve, and I, this is a Steve song, right? This is a Steve yeah. song. So he, this is Steve sort of at his best lyrically because he's like, it's a kind of shitty situation that they're in. Right. And they're not, neither of them are great people, but like it's handled in a very tongue in cheek way. And right. it's not like, you know, if I had a gun. Right. There'd be no tomorrow <laughs> sort of shit. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, even for me, the instruments in this song were funny. Right. Um, or like the, the last third where they go like straight into porn music. I- the waka chicka guitars yeah. on the conversation part? Yeah. Fuck. Have a nice day. Looks like rain today. What you say? Doesn't matter anyway. Yeah, and, uh, like the synthesizers, uh, and when we uh, and we laughed, like, oh, that made me delighted. And then when he goes, now we're in the bath. Tyler comes oh. in with the cowbell, like, boonk, 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 But I like that that, that line made me laugh, like, every single time. Where he's like, <laughs> we have to or we'll end up in the bath. Now, now we're, we're in, in the, the bath. bath. Like, yes. It was like a, it was a very a very comic sort of Yes, well, switch. because they understood comic timing because there's pauses in these songs that are mm-hmm. just like, <gasps> wait for It's like in MASH when he's like, I'll never be in a dress. And then the scene change and he's in a dress. And it's like, that's played for laughs. But it's like, this will never happen. And then the next scene, oh, yeah. it happens. And we have to all end up in the bath. Now we're in the bath. 
like they understood the comic timing and this this is some sort of like musical album format experimentation that i applaud yeah you know it's like hit or miss and this one was i'd say a miss for me in general but like i like i'm I'm never gonna listen to this again i'm sorry let me just talk about the last funny lyric lyrical part i thought was the ending blindsides you every time and it makes me laugh so hard yeah. it's just like it'd be great if you fucking left and the song just ends like, that, was a, that was a weird sort of turn it'd be great if you transferred out of state well like, like let's let's follow this guy's like emotional journey through sure, the song sure so okay. he he's in love with a woman He's, yeah, he's got a crush on a woman. I don't think he's in love with her. You're right. Which Because the, the ending supports a crush a crush yes. read. Right? Yes. Okay. So he's got a crush on this woman. And oh, well, man. You know, neither of them are ever gendered, but that's I, I feel like it's a... It, we just know it because it's a man singing. No. Don't they say she... Oh, shit. Maybe you're right. I mean, the the object of his attraction is wearing perfume rather than cologne, well, but that's a, yeah. that, that's a that's a minor distinction. Well, like, I don't God. Think, I don't think either of them are gendered, but that, I mean... It, it, it's a man singing it, right? Yeah, a male right. voice. So, so, so you assume it's a woman. Yeah. But, you know, it could be anything. Heterocentric. Okay. Um, one of the things I was applauding was like the, the sort of puppy dog love. Usually you see women getting overcommitted in this sure. sort of regard in, like, in popular culture. Yeah. And this was a guy doing it. I love it. But also it got kind of shitty towards the end where, I mean, it got back into like patriarchal territory where it's like, oh, yeah, I got what I wanted. Bye. That's not it at all. <laughs> all right. Let's talk about this. Right. First up. We, the people, we don't know much about them, except this is another beautiful fucking thing about this song. The title, never mentioned anywhere in there, but it gives us just enough mm-hmm. like, oh, these two people are at a convention together. They're co-workers. They went to the paperclip convention together. Mm-hmm. They're sharing a hotel room maybe or like, so the title Conventioneers gives us like just enough of a taste of like, here's some context for you, mm-hmm. like, which I fucking love, right? So, yeah. So, so these two people are... One has a crush on the other. Mm-hmm. The singer of the song has a crush. And I think the other one, the, the they've been flirting is what I got out of it. Like, Oh yeah. He like, mentions it. Yeah. Like song. she was not, it, it, she was, she was picking up what he was putting down yes. sort of in a, in a, in a fun flirtatious They used way. to have conversations in which innuendo was flying as I understand yes. it. Before all the fireworks exploded, our conversations were so low. Uh, actually funny story this song wasn't always called conventioneers i remember being a fan of barenaked ladies after stunt and like being on message boards and stuff and people saying like there's a new song it sounds like it's gonna be so funny on the new album called senior citizens in love and i was like that sounds funny but like the fact that that was the Mm -hmm. title for this song before conventioneers i do not like it nearly as much because they're not senior citizens, I don't think. No, but the the, yeah. the, the one line is, yeah, I can yeah. see us as senior yep, citizens yep, 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 in love. Yep, 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 yep. So they leave together. They dance together. Dance together. And then they leave together. Yep. And play Scrabble. Yep. Have some drinks in have her hotel drink. room. They yeah. take a bath together. And then they laugh and they laugh and they laugh. Yeah. Then they end up in the bath and then they fuck. I mean, basically, right? I mean, let's not sugarcoat it here. I think they just uh, put on like ropes and hotel sandals and just like rolled around. Roll around. around. <laughs> <laughs> And then she goes to sleep. He leaves. Yeah, I don't understand why he left. Um, 
maybe because i think that's where that's where we're getting this twist where he's like he's wanted this for so long finally gets it and he's like oh okay i don't really actually want any of this yeah because the last that sort of sort of uh supports it because he obviously doesn't want a relationship with her yeah. even though he literally just talked about wanting a relationship with yeah, her. yeah yeah so i think he's kind of a shitty person yeah yeah you might be in right that regard and i mean this uh, again this is a unfortunately relatable song for young saker because i feel like i was all about the 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 pursuing oh, right yeah. like you want you want it you want and then when you have it it's like eh, okay this is boring now like what right so yeah i think maybe that's, you're, I, yeah that's a that's a i mean I think that's that's all. I think that's relatable to almost everybody. Sure, when least, you're a chitty kid. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you gotta learn how to date, right? Yeah. So, I mean, as long as you're not hurting anyone, like like abusing people emotionally and things like that, like you're gonna fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. So that's true. Yeah. Um, but uh, I cut thirteen year olds a little more slack on the emotional <laughs> level, on the emotional <laughs> level than I would say a, a full fledged adult. Sure. And then continue. I mean, there are enough adults that act like 13 year olds oh, yeah. when you're dating them. So that's true. And I have no patience for that. Um, did you date shitty people? I mean, you've been with your partner for 10 years now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I've dated shitty people in the past. Yeah. But when you dated them, you were 20. So like, yeah, well, they yeah. were, I yeah. mean, you can cut them slack. I mean, kind of, yeah. I mean, 20, I guess you should be. I, mean, I, dated, I dated some shitty people and then I think back and, and you I'm were like, a shitty really, person and I was a sh- much shittier person than I am now. You've told me about little camp counselor, Evan, who wants to force women into liking him and then realizes it's not a good idea. What? As you're sweeping up the, what song was this? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. Sorry to continue the story. Um, he dresses, he leaves, and then he laments about the fact that their relationship isn't the same anymore. They used to have like, when they had conversations, they used to be fun and flirty and now they have boring work conversations. Have a nice day. Looks like rain today. And he wants her to just go away and never see her again. Something I've been realizing more as I get older and older is like anticipation is and is in and of itself a fun thing yes like and i think that's what that's sort of the the what my take my emotional takeaway from the song is that both of them were having so much fun anticipating what was going to happen that when it finally happens it pulled the fun out of the relationship yeah 100 percent. that's a that's a much much more kind read of this song but but it's also i think it's 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 a matter of not just anticipation being fun but building up the fantasy in your head as to how Mm -hmm. great it's going to be because nothing is ever going to match i mean honestly it sounded pretty fucking great what? Scrabble, drinks, bath, bathrobes, TV, <laughs> a ride home I in love- a le- limousine. <laughs> Evan not mentioning sex. He, he loves all of the parts except for having some pity. Well, they never specifically say they're having sex. They rolled around in robes and hotel sandals. Afterwards, okay, are you actually arguing this? <laughs> no, you're grinning like a fucking Cheshire now, you piece of shit. Um, yeah, but yeah, this sounds great. Um, but I, maybe it was just a disappointing sexual encounter. Maybe. Yeah. Well, I, again, I think we, we we touched on it earlier where it's just it's just the, the magic and the relationship is gone. Well, now and, that but that's what I'm saying is yeah. maybe because there was the fantasy that he built up of like, it's going to be, I'm going to do a multi-disciplinary orgasm where I jump through my skin and become one with the universe. Every part of my body will quiver yeah. on and, a molecular level. And, you know, he, he juiced it and then he left and he was like, oh, man. I could have juiced it at home. What was I doing? This was not as satisfying as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, because he leaves right away. Yeah. Like she falls him. asleep and he's like, fuck it, I'm out. Sandal, 
real weird. Do you think she initiated that? Like, okay, bye. Like, do you think it was no, like one of those? I, because I think she fell asleep, and then he was just like, nah, I can't sleep here. Do you think the sex was so bad that she fell asleep, and he's like, uh, I, I'll just... Do you go. think he's embarrassed? Maybe he was like a one-pump chump here, and now he's like, ugh, I wish she would go away. There, I wish she would transfer out of state. There's nothing wrong with one-pump chumps. Because because you, you can work you can work all sorts of things i'm not a one pump chump you're a one pump <laughs> let, chump. Let, let me just <laughs> let me just clarify i'm not a one pump chump. i just don't like that i don't like that that thing i think that's a reductive thing uh, reductive i thing. mean erectile dysfunction is real i'm yeah. sorry but i mean come on can't we make fun of, of one pump chumps isn't that the culture we live in where that's still safe i thought i could make fun of one pump chumps are they a protected species now no, but I, I, I just, mean, we are well, we're white guys punching around, so we can't we can't we punch are punching um, laterally. Yeah. at this point. So are you allowed okay. to punch laterally? Just to be clear, neither of us are one pump chumps, so we're not actually punching <laughs> laterally. <laughs> we're punching down. We are punching down, which is shitty. Yeah. Okay, as I sexual think, gods, like we are, yes, we should not be making fun of this yes, anymore. Yes, yes. Okay, all right. Um, I don't want to punch down. Okay. So, so what? So wait, you just negated what the fuck I was saying. I think he's embarrassed about his. his I think he might be embarrassed about his own performance. And now he's like, Ugh. well, he says before all the fireworks exploded and fireworks to me implies like it's sort of a big to do. It's not like a single bottle rocket going off. <laughs> he says fireworks. So it's a whole fucking show. It was fireworks for him. To her, it was a sparkler. Zing. It was one of those like uh, <laughs> one of those little black cylinders yeah. you light and then, like the snake comes. <laughs> the out. It's one of those pop things you throw to the ground. And it goes, and then that's the fun that you have with it. But yeah, I don't know. Now we've landed in this awkward situation. How can I avoid a conversation? Like, he just doesn't want to be there anymore. I think he's done with this. I, I We both agree that he's done with this. But yeah. I think it's interesting that maybe it's not about the fun is gone. Maybe it's about I'm embarrassed. I think that's an interesting read to this. Yeah, I guess. Okay, maybe not. It's a crueler read. <laughs> fucking one pump show. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. I, like this song just blew me away and continues to blow me away. Blew you away because wow. we've had big swings on albums before. We've had like bossa nova songs and we've had silly cartoon music, but we've never had a song that was like, let's make a seventies porn song. Like mm -hmm. let's just, it's so off genre for them and not even in a genre that I usually typically imagine to be a genre, mm -hmm. right? Like I, I don't think of this as, as a genre music. And I was just like, this is such a fun, cool, interesting song. And yeah. it cemented itself in my head as like, this is neat. Yeah, intellectually, I applaud this song. I didn't enjoy it. Musically. I, musically, there's, I think there's like, there's almost nothing to commend this song musically because it's, it's supposed to be sort of like drinking a room temperature milkshake. What? Like, like this song. Jim's bass work is good. Jim's bass work is unbelievable. He's playing a double bass and an electric bass on this song and they both sound fucking great. He's pulling double duty. I think they're constrained by the fact that, that this musical style is garbage. First up, it's not. That yeah. that funky 70s sort of bass is supposed to be the star in a song like that. And I think he's starring in it. I, he's killing it. I agree 100%. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, this is a bass and piano song. This, this song made me ship Jim and Kev. Mm. I think <laughs> when I think about this song... Damn, dude. Like, they're both killing it on this song. Um, I don't know. So, but you didn't think they were, like, standout. The, yeah, the music was, the mu I mean, it was elevator music, right? No. Yes. Okay. <laughs> strip, away, strip away the vocals, put the background track in, and just walk, step into an elevator or, a, like, a, a mall downtown. You're in the atrium now, and you just hear 
That's very repetitive sort of stuff. Waka chickas. I would never. That was fun in an elevator, right? Unless people are getting down in that elevator. Oh, we've stopped in between floors four and five, and it's going to be an hour before they come get us. Well, well, this elevator's made of glass. (laughs) Ooh. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's that genre shift makes this song more memorable to me. It makes yeah. it it's surprising that it makes it less memorable to you. Well, again, I I didn't think it was a bad song. I just don't care about it at all okay. anymore. Okay. Okay. I don't the the, I, the 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 lyrics were fun, the yeah. music was fun, but like this isn't a standout for me. The music is really fun because there's a riff that they establish in the beginning, right? And then it's just them like working around this riff. Hey, wouldn't it be funny if we put cowbells in this part and maybe a walk a chicken guitar and maybe now we include the electric mm-hmm. bass in addition to the double and they play around with this theme and these ideas and they get funky and groovy with you've it you've convinced me it's a it's a great song <laughs> i just feel like everybody it just was... needs some cartoon noises god damn it you are awful like i think it was subdued i think you're yeah. right mm-hmm. but i also think in some ways it's kind of balls out yeah I the mean, beginning of the song is subdued and by the end it's like it's an experiment it's an experimental song yeah and i Again, 100% on board with that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Great. I think it works in the album format. Uh, would I buy the single? No. <laughs> would anyone buy the single? No. Me. <laughs> the only person. Actually, this song might hit the same sweet spot for me that the beginning... Uh, this is the second episode in a row we've talked about When You Dream. The beginning of When You Dream hits for me, huh. where it's like a, a rainy, soft mood room, right? Like, this is a mood to me. This song, hashtag big mood for Seiki boy. <laughs> like this, Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights. Seiki Boogie. Oh, this song makes me want to watch Boogie Nights, a movie I've never seen about a man with an enormous penis. That's the only thing I know about it. Is, he no one pump chomp. His name Donkey Doug or something? I, I don't think I've seen it either. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, but it's just it's it, the soft pads at the end. It's mm. a very... It's a song that puts me in a place and in a time. And boy, do I fucking love that. I don't know. But I don't know. Well, I don't know. What, so what, what, what musical, I don't know. Did you say anything about it? Did you like a lyric? I did you? J- I have talked about everything. Are you serious? I said James, Jim's ba- bass work was good. Like, yeah. Um, I liked it actually live, the live version better. When It's, it's Stephen Page and Kevin Fox doing it. The, where he just fucks up yeah well a because it was a, a, it, an Somebody, audience member asked for it yeah so he's just like yeah sure i'll do that That cello is so good kevin fox cello's best instrument everyone knows it cello's best instrument yeah okay i followed your perfume out away from all the rabble right up to your room for a drink and travel scrabble Yeah, it's it is it sounds wonderful. The part where Steve fucks up too, he's very gracious about it and very yeah. humble and like mm-hmm. think there's something about this part where you, they don't want to go to work anymore. <laughs> like he's just singing what the theme of the song is instead of the words. Um yeah. Did you see there's also a version? So there's a live version with Steve. There's a live version by Kev, or uh, not Kevin, Andy. 
What? Yeah. It's when the brothers Cregan were on Ships and Dip 5. <laughs> uh, so it's it's uh, Andy singing and playing guitar, uh, Jim on bass, Ed on drums. Huh. Yeah, it's a real cool... It's not not good. It's not as good as the Bernicke Ladies version. But that's Ships and Dip, man. You just, you get, you're going to get what you get. You get what you get on the Ships and the Dips. That's what I always say. <laughs> but yeah, I, I thought it was interesting. Um, it's a little too peppy for me. Yeah. Um, did you listen to the demo? Mm-mm. Oh, the demo of this song. You'd hate it <laughs> because they really pull out the bossa nova in this song. <laughs> they, they make it feel like, actually, I'm going to play a second for you as I play it in the podcast. into the room and the whole place stopped to notice standing next to you so yeah a, a lot more just acoustic guitar some electronic mm-hmm. wah, 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 pads um it's neat i actually like i don't like it as much but i do like the stripped down sort of there's a finger snap uh in it which hand claps and finger snaps those are your things the name of my autobiography yeah man. mine is horns and uh orchestra yeah <laughs> interesting put a horn section and orchestra on every song i guess that just means that i'm more accessible than you yeah i don't need to have a i am hard to get to <laughs> as you well know i live in that tower <laughs> like this version of me feels more homey it reminds me do, do you know the band all-time quarterback can you answer my riddle <laughs> what's your riddle I don't, I don't have a riddle um the band all-time quarterback uh, is Ben Gibbard from Death Cab for Cutie, mm-hmm. one of his side bands. But like, it's just him with like a bunch of like shit he found around his house, like pots and pans and a toy oh, guitar. Okay, like it feels just like like piano. Yeah. this song i like the demo of this song i like the live version of the song it's a good ass song yeah <laughs> you're not getting an argument from you're me. a nightmare dude. my <laughs> argument was i didn't like this song as much as you did <laughs> um you're not gonna get me back down from that I, it becomes I, more true every time you say you like this song more uh this song has two of the best things that i think steve has ever done travel scrabble is one of the best specifics ever written <laughs> right up to your room for the drink and travel scrabble you stationed in the warm glow of the TV too patient as I'm playing L-O-V-E and we laugh you know how I love me a specific yeah, yeah, and a yeah. song back to your hotel room for a drink and travel scrabble scrabble, scrabble would have been too much to take on the plane here you had to bring travel well, scrabble did they take a plane here? Because he takes a cab back to oh. his apartment. Oh. So that, that like, the, the, like loca- the locationality of this, like, where everything is taking place oh. in this song. Because she's obviously got a hotel room. So why the fuck did she have Travel Scrabble with her? Well, I feel like she came in from out of town for the convention. Maybe they're, like... But they work at the same place. They do? Yeah, because he wants her to get transferred out of state. Oh. That's the whole idea, is, like, That's they, they have work conversations every day. Maybe she just brought 
So which maybe they got the hotel room because they both were like in anticipation of this. They're like, you know, oh, I might I might have a little too much fun at the convention, get too drunk to drive home. Oh, so I'm just gonna get a hotel room. Wink, oh, wink. Oh shit! I like that a lot, actually. Wank, wank. Wank, wank. <laughs> Juice and leave. Uh, Juice and leave. <laughs> That's what I call it. And then uh, and then she brought Travel Scrabble just in case he did not come up with her. She could play some solo Scrabble. <laughs> you know it. I, uh, the liner notes from Maroon. I remember this. And well, I, travel Scrabble's the the uh, '90s version of Netflix and chill. It might be Scrabble and Grabber, <laughs> Grabble, Sc- Scrabble and Scrapple, Scrabble and Scrapple. Yes, we have sex, and then in the morning we wake up, and I fry you up some Pennsylvania Dutch treats, Scrabble mm. and Scrapple. <laughs> oh, what are some other uh, Boggle and Floggle? <laughs> Boggle and Hoggle. That's where you watch the first 20 minutes of The Labyrinth by Jim Henson. Very good. Um, Boggle and Goggles. That's where you go swimming in the hotel pool. I'm just wondering what other Netflix and chill sort of uh, like sex related like uh, Ticket to Ride and Dickin to Ride <laughs> at Evan Dickin. If you want to tell him what a good boy he Dickin is. Dickin inside. Taboo and have you. <laughs> I don't know. Um... Sentinels of the Multiverse and Sentinels of the Touch Your Purse. <laughs> sorry and sorry. Sorry. Um, so uh, what the fuck were we just talking about? <laughs> oh, Travel Scrabble. I remember yeah. the, reading the liner notes to Maroon and in the liner notes, it says uh, two patient as I'm spelling L-O-V-E. And it says L and then has a tiny one. O, tiny one. V, tiny four. Oh. E, tiny one after it, which is... A fucking cute thing to write in there. Um, the other best line, I think this might be one of the best lines Steve's ever written. And I think I just said this like three songs ago. This is the best line Steve's ever written. He can write better so- lines as we go forward. Constantly. Is um, uh, uh, the just the line in general about... Now we're in you, the bath. You and I as senior citizens in love. You and me as senior citizens in love. Because it is truly the cringiest thing that he's ever written. Hmm. Because I listen to it and every time I feel like I want to recede into my own skin. Because I put myself in the place of this person. And he looks at this woman and imagines a future until death with her. Yeah. Like, they... That's romantic. It's... But... And then he fucks her and then he's like, all right, bye. It's so cringy yeah, something how happens. quickly he falls in and out, out of, of love. love. It just it's a, makes it's me... a crush, right? Yeah. He's never in love in the first place. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's all it's all the emotional high of of the chase. Yeah. Young I guess. Saker. Young Saker. Young baby Saker. I don't know if young Saker. Baby even... Saker. Uh, I don't know. It, it it just boils this guy's awful mentality down to a, a single phrase. It makes me want to just like you know rip my skin off. Yeah. Is that fair? <laughs> I mean, the, 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 his, his, the, the target of his infections is also seems to be in on it. Did you say the target of his infections? The target of his affections oh, get, really is like giving it. me an election. <laughs> as a, because as Cap said in our previous episode, Cap Blackard, go listen to the episode, very good. Um, she said that after falling for the first time is seven story songs. Mm-hmm. And that's true. Yeah. As a short story writer, Evan, was this story evocative enough for you do you feel like it had enough detail do you feel like there was an arc do you feel like there was definitely an arc yeah um i think i would have liked to see a a little more foreshadowing in the opening the ending being a little bit more foreshadowed Mm -hmm. but that i mean that it might be and i might just be missing it which is a lot of time when i'm reading stories i'm a dum-dum yeah so 
like because it's it comes very abruptly so it's one of yeah. those like twist endings that's like ooh, what a twist <laughs> but it's not it's not anticipated i mean obviously you gotta know that this is gonna happen like right. this song is a stephen page song you're right. not gonna end you know it's like reading a stephen king novel you're like right. <laughs> It's going to be about kids and it's going to spend a lot of time not like being with the people so yeah. that you, when scary stuff happens to them, you know, it'll be scary and then the ending's going to suck. But Stephen yeah. King short stories are fucking on point. Oh my God. Oh, my best. favorite. Oh, everything's eventual is such a good fucking yeah. collection. Yeah. Stephen King. Um, yeah. I That's think- right. Hashtag Stephen King. <laughs> he needs all the help he can get. <laughs> At Stephen King. Hashtag listen to American, American Ladies, Ladies podcast. podcast. Why don't you? Why don't you? Um, yeah. I, I I agree. I think it's a It has vampires. But I think but I think the the end of this song is not meant to be narratively structured. I think it's meant to be funny. Yeah, yeah. I mean is. it's a story song and it's loosely a story. Yeah. So and yeah, the ending makes that. you makes you laugh. Makes you Ma- laugh. Lave. It makes you lave. Um I love the key change on now what can we say? Have a nice day. Like his mm-hmm. that his key change there is so good. It just makes me smile every time. Now what can we Um, and one of the sweetest little things at the end of this song, uh, we do something we've never done in a Bare Naked Ladies song before, which is we transition mm-hmm. from this song into the next song. So we get a little mm-hmm. snippet of this wind blowing at the end of this song, right? Mm-hmm. Which is going to transition into Sell, 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 which is our next song. Another banger, certified banger story song. Sakers, certified bangers. <laughs> I love Maroon so fucking much. I know. Um, but... If you, you listen very closely, <laughs> if you're listening with headphones, you can hear Steve snicker at the end of this song. He's like, <laughs> like <laughs> he just like, I just did. That's a funny song. I had fun singing that song. And it warms my fucking heart. I miss when these boys were happy. They're still happy. Yeah. They're, they're just, just happy apart happy from each apart. other. My mom and dad happy apart. <laughs> Christmas in '93. <laughs> I don't know. Um. Yeah. Okay. Uh, can I do a uh, YouTube comment of the day for me? Yes, you can. So, uh, my favorite YouTube comment. Uh, it's from Robert Shelton, uh, and it's from three years ago. Robert said, "Reminds me of my pursuit or rare desire to do so of every chick I've ever met in one way or another." As being a male empath with intuitive gifts and half shaman sucks in this regard. <laughs> Is this a Joshua Jirail Madonaldo spells of the L situation? <laughs> it might be. I'm a seventh level empath. <laughs> this dude's a half shaman. It sucks when you're shaman on your mother's side. Yeah. And you just I never really thought of like shamanism like ethnic uh, having an ethnic component. <laughs> sure, sure. Or maybe he just like took half the courses and dropped out of shaman school. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, it delighted me that he was like, oh, you know who I can empathize with? The bare naked ladies. When you're a an empath half empathize shaman. with anybody in this song. <laughs> this dude feels like he is the narrator. Uh, I don't know. I don't feel like an. I feel like an empath would be more self aware. He's <laughs> possibly so. Yeah, this person doesn't. Isn't that empathy, right? Yeah. Like it, it, it translates into sort of like a social awareness of like your relationship to the people around you and how they're feeling about you at yeah. any given time. Not in this situation, apparently. Not well, for maybe. Robert okay, maybe the guy in this is a perfect empath, and he's so he is feeding off uh, his potential partner's energy. Okay, like she's giving this flirty energy back. Right, they're both riffing off this. Sure. Then. The sex is probably okay, but she doesn't feel about him the same way he feels. And he's like, oh, I should probably just leave. 
Oh, so you think he's feeding off her vibes. Yeah. I yeah. should probably just go. And she's okay. like, yeah, I'm going to go to sleep. Okay. Interesting. Except like that, that. Uh, the, the whole, I, it'd be great if you transferred out of state thing. Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> that's not empathetic at all. That sucks. It's like maybe I should transfer out of state. Yeah. Should, would, would be an empath's line. Yeah, it's just a very funny I don't want to make things awkward for you. Yeah. Or actually, an empath would be able to talk it out pretty effectively, I think. Yeah, possible. A seventh level empath who's half shaman. For sure. Ev, who yeah. in the Harry Potter universe is a seventh level empath? Professor Flitwick and <laughs> Professor Sprout. This is about their forbidden love. Is it really? Okay, yeah. tell me about it. Wait, well, one is botany. One is that was uh, Fli- like herbology is is uh, Flitwick. Uh, f- no, herbology is Sprout. Oh, obviously. Okay. <laughs> I mean, your name is Sprout. Sure. And Wait, you study that- herbs. Sprout could be botany, you ding dong. Well, herbology and botany are the same thing. Then why like are the, there two classes? There aren't two classes. Oh, shit. Fuck. I'm sorry. They're the same class. <laughs> okay. It's called herbology, okay. but it's like bot- it's magical botany. And okay. then Flitwick is charms. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, got it. Yep. He's a little person. So, Warwick Davis, my favorite actor in the whole world. Oh, that's right. That was Warwick Davis. Yeah. So he uh, basically, it's about their forbidden love because they're just sort of like, uh, they're the two professors that don't get a lot of screen time and they spend a lot of time sort of in the back, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just uh, flirting by the water cooler at Hogwarts. Who played Flitwick? Warwick Davis. Oh, I sorry. Who you. played uh, uh, Sprout? Is <sighs> I don't remember her name. She's like an Irish. Uh, I think she's an Irish actor, but okay. I don't remember. I don't remember her exact name. I should okay. have researched the actor for her to play her. It's but okay. I, just, I didn't anticipate that question. It's fine. <laughs> I can look it up. Go ahead. Keep yeah. talking. Basically, you see this sort of happen. Like in the, they're, they're, um, it's never mentioned. Never talked about. Uh huh. It's a forbidden love, but sometime between the second and third movie, they get together. Okay, how do you know this? Because uh, Flitwick changes everything about himself okay. to try and distance himself from the encounter. If you'll remember, uh, early Flitwick is an old man, okay. <laughs> like an ancient fucking goblin uh-huh. with a long white beard and like a wizard hat and robes. Uh-huh. And then third movie Flitwick is a weird sort of dapper little gentleman who has like uh, a coat and tails and a mustache really and like uh like he's it's the same actor they're both but it's Davis. never explained it's a, a complete makeover that's bizarre what a weird thing to do and he's a charms professor so he can like i mean he's not a mcgonagall level thing but he can like but he's ancient why hasn't he done it beforehand because of his relationship with sprout right okay tell me why he she changed him well he wants to distance himself from that relationship like he's reinvented himself to be like a totally different person who doesn't need to talk to her or uh be around with her and they don't actually get much screen time from that point on interesting because they're too busy being together apart from everyone else i mean professor flitwick is he's really into the dueling club because he's like a gunslinger and then uh, i think sprout participates in the final battle and throws like really like plants like dangerous plants into the death eaters so fucking dumb from the the walls i love what she's gonna do characters are defined by one thing like i am the herbology professor i will throw plants at voldemort she has a deep inner life and a relationship with (laughs) professor flitwick Uh that's what that's what fandoms for by the way famous british accident famous british actress miriam margulies is professor sprout shit yeah from black adder from babe james the giant peach romeo and juliet she's in a bajillion i truly her credits are so fucking long um i feel bad not remembering no it's it is okay uh yeah but she's in oh legend of the guardians the owls of gahool flushed away they named gahool with two o's because of the who sound (laughs) 100 percent 100 percent but it's i mean truly she appears to be one of those people who 
like has 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 become a world renowned actress because she takes every role that is given like to a her. Ron Perlman situation. <laughs> yeah, like her, she has like Family Guy on this list, but she also has like Dickens in America and like Agatha Crystal's uh, Christie's Marple. Marble, Marple, Miss Marple, yeah. Miss yeah. Marple, Miss Marple. Uh, just, just like the the high culture, low culture, culture doesn't exist. Uh, she goes all over the fucking place. I you really never like know her. if anything's going to be good till after the fact. That's true. I mean, you can read a script and say this sucks. Can you? You don't think she read Flushed Away and was like, I really need a paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, good on her, Mary Margulies. Everybody needs the work. So, uh, interesting. So Flitwick and Sprout. And Pomona Sprout and Phileas Flitwick. So the day they they went to a convention together, probably a wizarding convention, something okay. really cool like Do that. They have wizarding conventions. They've got to have wizarding conventions. I mean, it's probably not touched on that much because the wizarding community seems to be fucking tiny, right? Like where everyone knows each other, at least in Britain. And uh, I mean, people like everyone has a relationship with everyone, and part and part part of that is the fact that it's a novel and you can't just bring in char- right. unsupported characters. Right. But I mean, they have enough people to do like a giant uh quidditch tournament that's sure. super well attended yeah so i mean i don't know how many wizards there are in the world Ten thousand, twenty thousand. how closely does their relationship i'm sure it's exactly said exactly how many wizards are in the world somewhere on pottermore i just don't care to look jk rowling i'm sure has yeah. said it before fuck jk rowling hey we every time we do a harry potter read we need to just reconfirm fuck jk rowling yeah, yeah. okay and you need to say it as well fuck jk rowling very good except for the part where she wrote the books i like okay but the rest of that and i'm sure she's done other good things but fuck that part of her that is a bad turf and uh it doesn't want scottish secession uh, uh, i don't know what my feelings are on scottish secession <laughs> either um uh how closely does the song mirror the relationship does does flitwick like fall asleep and then or sprout fall asleep and flitwick puts on his boots and is like i gotta get the so fuck I out of take here take that uh, fl- they, pegasus back to my apartment they have an awkward work relationship oh, for the I'm next sure they do really yeah that's got to be that way jesus because they're like uh i'd love to if i had been more on the ball i would have seen where they because they're they all they both all the professors sit at the table mm. would have been would have confirmed my theory 100 percent was if, if they, they were sat together, together and, and then they apart. sat on the opposite sides yeah do you think kiss students call him Professor Shit Dick? I don't think that would ever enter into any of their <laughs> like the way that the wizards are written. Like it's all like it's all Britannia it's and true. Britishisms and things like that. Yeah. Like like oh you're a lollygagger. <laughs> yes, nobody ever calls each other a fucker yeah. when they're seventeen in the Harry Potter universe, which is crazy to me. Like yeah, I mean, but it's a kids' book, so it, what? It's meant for. It was targeted at, and I'm not saying adults can't enjoy it, but it's definitely targeted at teen, young teens, kids. Ridiculous. And I'd say the, the earlier books are more kids' books than the later books. Yeah, when people are dying and fucking one of the Weasley brothers beefs it. Yeah, those he are... Beefs it. <laughs> he, be- he beefs it he hard. He juices it, and then he beefs <laughs> Juice the leaf, beef the sheets. That's what I say. I'm a juice in the leaves and a beef in the squeeps. <laughs> Let's go to rating this song. <laughs> Evan, as you know, we rate on a scale of bare naked to fully clothed. The more bare naked this song is, the better. The more clothes it has on. Boo hoo hoo. Bad. A boo hoo hoo. That's what <laughs> we said. Uh, so, on a scale of bare naked to fully clothed, where do you rate this song, Ev? Uh, I'm on break from work, going into the library on campus. Big library, lots of stuff. It's a really nice, nice uh, stay space. I'll go there, read sometimes, just mm-hmm. walk around. You can like walk stairs there in a the nice open area. Um, it's like, air conditioned. So, go up to the stacks. A bunch of biology books. All right, pick out a biology book that says uh, "conventioneers." <laughs> <laughs> Open the first page. 
picture of somebody full, fully clothed. Okay. Flipping. They're just taking off their clothes oh, more and more. But this isn't book. like a this isn't like a pic like a picture. It's like a drawing, like okay. a hand drawing, like a, one of those like anatomical drawings. Okay. It's like where their clothes are part of their anatomy. Okay. They start off in like a space suit. Okay. <laughs> so I'm like flipping through and then they just like they get progressively more and more naked and then about halfway through i'm like get bored shut the book put it back in its a its little shelf and then just walk away okay so yeah this is a naked song at some point i'm sure but uh i didn't want to get there okay fair enough i applaud the idea (sighs) to me this song is um so uh i'm going to a uh going to ibiza i'm going to ibiza and I, I I say, I want to go to Ibiza. I have to get on the plane today. The Vanga bus. The Vanga bus is coming for me. <laughs> and the Vanga bus does not take you if it's a no shoes, no shirt, no service. So I got to be sure. So I dress Wait, up. It's a no shoot. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I, I thought you were saying the opposite, where you couldn't wear shoes or no. shirt. But that, that seems like something the Vanga, Vanga bus... Vanga bus won't take me if I have no shoes on. Okay. So, uh, so I dress up to the fucking night. I wear, I layer my clothing, in fact. Mm. So, like, I, I, you know, I, I put on a coat and a jacket and a shirt. Put on and, all your costumes yeah. for Ibiza. And then, so, like, okay, the Vanga bus is picking me up at 9 p.m. I just got to make it till 9 p.m. with all these clothes. Do you think it just plays that song? Like, it's like, like a Six Flags commercial. It just plays the, whole, it the song the whole time. So, but throughout like the day. ice cream truck for tweens. Like, I get my shirt snagged on a nail, and it oh. unravels the whole shirt. And I'm like, oh, I didn't want to be naked today. And then later, like, I, my pants catch fire, and I have to take them off and put them out. Ah. Oh. I, I'm not going home again. I, I didn't want to be naked today. And then shit just keeps, a bird shits all over my jacket. And I'm like, I can't wear, I can't wear this on the Venga bus. I have to take it you off and judged leave it by everybody on there with their, their pacifiers and their backwards <laughs> day glow hats. 100%. And so like, when I first heard this song, I was like, this is like a porny seventies groove. I don't want to like this song, but the more I listened to it, the more birds kept shitting on me. Yeah. <laughs> I had to keep taking my clothes off. By the time the Venga bus comes for me, all I have left on is a pair of loose-ass boxer shorts and one sock. And they don't let you on, and you don't go to Ibiza. I don't go to Ibiza, but I had a good day after all. <laughs> I went instead to a porn convention at the Greater Columbus Convention Center. Do you think they have pornography conventions there? They have, like, a tattoo conventions. They have, like, a... They have, a, like, an adult convention? Yeah, it's, like, a... Really? Um, it's, it's, like, tattoo slash, like, kink. I think. Oh. And I don't think it's like any sort of actual activities, no, but it's like, course, it's like yeah, all that, it's all the stuff around. I, I've seen billboards. We for should it. do a live episode from the kink. Let's get out of here. We'll be back with more Brennick and ladies uh, podcast in a second. <laughs> Hi Evan. <gasps> Are you all right? I don't, I don't have a hat on. <laughs> I suppose technically that's true. Did I have a hat on when we started this? Yeah. Trollbee. Trollbee. Yeah. You actually were experimenting with the quad B, which is like the next level in hats you keep selling me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it has... People say it's a hat on a hat, but it's not. No, it's literally just one hat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Although, is your hair a hat? Huge fur. <laughs> Huge fur? It's fur. Oh, okay. Sure. Yeah. And fur is not a hat. Bears do not wear hats all over their yeah, body. Is you, that correct? Yeah, hat I think has to be external to your body. So, is a toupee a hat? Oh, yeah, probably. <laughs> so, wait, but if you were to take, let's say, you grow your hair really long and uh-huh. you have someone weave a hat out of the hair that's still attached to your head, mm-hmm. like a. Like those fancy, like, braid. Yeah, yeah. Like, a, like a beehive hairdo sort of thing. Sure. But in hat shape. Sure. It's so, not a hat. It's not a hat. Everybody just thinks it is. Right. But if you were to, like, 
shave your head and then like lift it from the top of your head even a millimeter and then put it back down it would be a hat at that point <laughs> as long as it's external it's a hat right as, as long as it was separate from you at any point in time if i cut one of my pieces of hair and put that hair on top of my head does that hair become a hat i don't think so because i think a hat has to cover well, maybe, because, like, I don't know. You can have a beanie. Yeah, like a, like a yarmulke is a hat. Right? I don't think a yarmulke is a hat, is it? It covers part of your head. I don't think anyone would consider it a hat. Would they? In the same way, like, a hijab is not a hat. It covers part of your head, yeah. but it's a religious I know, but, like, I don't think vestment. that... Yeah, I mean, but being a religious vestment doesn't necessarily... Like, a priest's robes are still robes. Yeah, but you wouldn't wear them when you get out of the shower. Sure, it's a robe, but it's a different purpose. Okay, so it's a hat. Yeah. But you, I, I don't do you put on a hat when you get out of the shower? <laughs> Sometimes I do. Uh, you have like a bathing cap. Yeah, that's a hat. I guess. Yeah. Is a bathing? Is a diving cap a hat? Oh yeah, definitely. Ooh, cap is a type of hat. Yeah. Well, our guest, Cat Blackard from last episode, was she a hat? <sighs> Only we'd asked her. Now we never, now we never will, as the Bernigan ladies once said. We haven't gotten to that song. You don't know what the fuck I'm talking <laughs> now about. Now and never will. Yeah. Oh wait, we have done that song, haven't we? Yeah. Now I never will. What song is that? Now I remember mostly. Fuck. Why can we never remember? Because it's all so good. Because it it's just, all been done. Whenever I hear a new BNL song, it just replaces all other BNL songs in my <laughs> mind. I think it's because they're so good at hooks. Yeah. Like, I just, it's like you, you get sort of OCD for the song where you sure. just keep hearing it over and over in your head. So when you go to think of any other song, you sure. just hear whatever song sure. you happen to be most fixated on at the moment. Sure, 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 sure. And I blame them for that. Bandicoot ladies are bad people. Do you think Not they, that they're bad musicians. Do you think they would wear hats? Bandicoot ladies? Do you think any of them ever wear a hat? Perish the fucking thought, bro. Okay. <laughs> Bandicoot ladies would never wear a hat. Leave their hat even out in the crowd. Head yep. out, heads out. Got suns out, heads out. Heads out, full hearts can't win. <laughs> um, you know who else wears hats? Heads out, breads out. Heads mm. out, breads out. Uh, you know where they wear hats is what I meant to say. Excuse me. Uh, at the It's All Been Done Radio Hour's 50th monthly show. Can you believe it? They've had 50 monthly shows. Mm, yeah. Pretty, <laughs> I mean, what? That's like three and a half years. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, you can head to Mad Lab at five four, feet. Four years and two months. You think they do them? Yeah, monthly. It's a monthly show. That's what I said. They can't do a monthly show in December. That's Christmas. Yeah. Okay, so it's probably more like five years. <laughs> okay. Head to Mad Lab at 5 p.m. for a special show featuring the recording of our 250th podcast episode. Mm. 250th podcast episode. Divided by 50 monthly shows equals five. 500,000 downloads. If you're going to be interested in this. Oh, am I? At this episode, we can find out why Ratcliffe hates Woosley. And a lead character will be departing a segment. And... To go to a different segment? <laughs> Maybe. He's, it's like when actors leave TV shows and the character shows up in other TV shows. Yeah. You can see them walking away in the background as they depart their TV show. Do you remember that episode of Cougar Town where Abed was in the background? Oh, yes, of course. Okay. Can't forget it. Here's the part that you might actually be interested in. Also, for the first time, you can buy beer at the performance. <laughs> Also, at 10 p.m. that same day, we'll be presenting IABD After Dark 3, a non-canon experimental version of the show with improv, part swapping, and more. Beer will also be available at that one. Well, you kind of have to have it there, don't yeah. you? Yeah. And you're swapping parts, buddy. You got to mm. have some beer. You know what I'm saying? If you could swap parts with... I'll pick someone. Who would, whose part would you want and why? I would want the lips of an angel. 
Angels don't exist. Uh, okay. Like alligators. Alligators exist. Okay. But angels don't? Of course not. Uh, what about the Los Angeles Angels? <laughs> okay. They're not real. Sacred. <laughs> My bad. Um, have you ever been to LA? I've actually... Yes, I have. I went for Anime Expo one year. So fuck yourself. 2008. Yeah, I did. I did. No, I know you were trying to call me out. You were trying an aggressive to question. call my bluff. You just went to LA two years ago. Two with your partner. Million years ago. You went for a wedding. Wedding. I remember. I followed your story. <laughs> I was so happy I did post for the both daily of you. updates on my uh, mimeograph. Yes, you did. Smoke you faxed si- them to signals. me every yes. day. <laughs> Onion skin paper. What was your favorite thing about Los Angeles? Uh, the horror bookstore. Dark Delicacies. Oh. They had like a whole horror street. That's cool. It was pretty cool because it was like a, the city is big enough to support like small communities. Niche shit, niche, yeah. Niche, yeah, niche shit. And Columbus really isn't like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've got niche shit, but it's never like connected. I went, they had a whole horror street, basically. That's amazing. Yeah, it was well, like Bookstores, movie stores. What else do you have on horror street? Like costume stores, oh, cool. like horror paraphernalia stores, mm. like comic book stores. Mm, that's horror. If I've ever heard it. I went out to visit my friend Nicole. And me and Nicole went to the beach. And then I went in the water with my glasses. And she said, don't go in the water with your glasses. I said, how am I going to be able to see? She said, glasses are going to wash off your face. I said, no big deal. I'll be fine. Glasses washed off my face. My eyes will fall right out of my head. And then I realized that I had to, like transfer planes like two times to get home and I didn't have my glasses and I'm blind without my glasses. That's the end of my story. So you never came back? I found out a trick. If you don't have your glasses make a little pinpoint with your fingers and then you look through that pinpoint and Mm -hmm. you can see very good. I always uh, do the thing where you like you squint, but you put your fingers at the, at the edges of your eyes, so like sure. it, it deforms them a little bit. Sure, in a very like kind of weirdly yeah, like. So you can kind of you can kind of focus in on that. Okay, all right, got it. Interesting. We all got we all got tricks to make make do. Well, as we always say, beer will be available at that one. <laughs> <laughs> Get your tickets at madlab.net/tickets and check out our website. It's itsallbeendoneradiohour.com and please support us. Beer is available at our podcast <laughs> at patreon.com/iabd presents. You can just open a beer anytime you want that you have and listen to us <laughs> that's true anything is available on our podcast hard drugs are available yeah. on our podcast can you imagine i don't want to someone doing hard drugs and listening to it's all been done a barricade ladies podcast yes i just did you, really how it took, did it go it took me a second did it, was uh, it, it didn't fun? go well for them oh really can you tell me their story it's a night game batman's there back with more it's all been done a bare naked ladies podcast in a second now's the time in the show when we spin it at big old wheel let's see what today's segment will be today's segment is hello city hey uh this track is the theme song for a municipality or state so what place and why so what place is oh this is great yeah because it's like it's like minneapolis because I do feel immediately like it's a Las Vegas sort of like. Oh yeah, what that's happens in Las better. Vegas stays in Las Vegas sort of like commercial. Can you can you see this in a commercial for like Las Vegas Tourism Board? I don't see it. I see it more like, like Reno. Okay, yeah, or like, yeah, yeah. Or like some like some ancillary yeah. Nevada city that is a it has gambling there, but it's like that's where the paperclip convention goes. Yeah, yeah. So what what um? What? Like a, this is like a what's that? One Atlantic City is that sure. the one? So yeah, like, but Atlantic City's even 
big enough to have a, okay. a marketing budget. But like, what city doesn't have the marketing budget enough? Well, to we get, don't know because it doesn't have a marketing budget <laughs> to get a really sexy song. But they want to promote their idea that this is like a city where anything goes. Like this is like a so Nova Scotia. <laughs> what happens in Nova Scotia? You walked into the room. Whatever happens in Saskatoon stays <laughs> yeah. in Saskatoon. It's cold in Saskatoon. Warm up. So okay. So what I'm imagining is if it's if we're putting this in Canada. Sure. It's a town. It's a small town. A small okay. northern Canadian town. Um, we're making it up. We'll say we'll call it, we'll say Saskatoon for no reason. But it's next to a reservation. Okay. And like just like in America. Natives ha- have the ability to, you know, write sort of their own their own book in some regard. So they've got a they've got a casino on premises there. Okay, and that's where the convention's taking place. Oh, I like but that. But the guy, um, so the convention's here. But the guy has family in Saskatoon. Saskatoon's where he's from. Okay. So uh, he had like dreams about showing the his his crush around Saskatoon, like all the great <laughs> sites, like the bowling alley and the uh, brickworks sure. and the, <laughs> the biggest washboard in northern Ontario. Uh, so in, uh, Saskatchewan, mm-hmm. uh, fairly close to Saskatoon, uh, we do have, uh, the grizzly bear's head, um, which is, uh, the, the, uh, a group of first nation people in Saskatchewan, Canada. It's home to a population of about 300. Mm-hmm. Is that the type of city we're looking for there? Well, That's I, the reservation. 300 is enough to run a casino. Sure. Yeah. A small absolutely. casino. All right. Slash, slash a small casino slash like holiday inn. So this song, the place it is for is Mosquito, Grizzly Bear's Head, Lean Man, First Nations uh, in Saskatchewan, <laughs> Canada. Christ. This is where the paperclip convention <laughs> wants to go. This is where the, paper, the paperclip convention takes place in this place. Sure. Uh, yeah. It's uh, near Battleford, Saskatchewan. How about that? Good deal. Yeah. All right. Well, we figured it out. That was a fairly quick segment. <laughs> All right, now's the time when we take an email. I think this might be the shortest episode. I'm excited to hear it. Well, stop filling the fucking space. <laughs> yeah. Sacred gets worried if our episodes aren't two and a half hours long. <laughs> what? People will stop listening. Here's the deal. Um, I can't ask this question from Jared. Again, we have a, a, a backlog of Jared questions. Because <laughs> this, this isn't a question. This is a compliment. I'll read it, though, because I like what people compliment mm. us. Dear Great Nakes. How did you guys get so good at making podcast commercials? Did you take a class or are you just naturals? I'll see you in L. BNL, that is. <laughs> Jared. Jared, we're just naturals. I'm going to ask you, I'm going to get another question from you. Although we are uh, doing a podcasting commercial seminar at the uh, Holiday Inn in Bear, Bear Grizzly Bearhead, yes. Saskatchewan. This, uh, the title of this email is Holy Dog Shit, another BNL question. <laughs> Jesus. Who's it from? For, from Jared Anderson. Okay. <laughs> oh, sorry. From Jared. For 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 for, for fuck snakes. <laughs> sorry, it took me a second. Imagine BNL asked you to politely stop doing the podcast. Would you? Yes. Why? Have your nake and eat it too, Jared. Yeah, I stop. You would stop immediately. Why? I'm looking for any way to end this no, podcast. No, I I've. Evan, I've offered to you several times. We can stop after Maroon. And I, feel like I, I offered you I'm after for, Stunt. Well, I'm looking for any honorable way out of the podcast. And an honorable way would, would be, be if the subject of the podcast asked you to stop doing the podcast politely. Because you know they would be polite about it. Yeah, they would. Unless it was Tyler. He would say, you shitheads. You piece eh? of... But we're... <laughs> I think we're. I think of all the Beanics, we're kindest to Tyler. Yeah, we are. We're kindest to Kev. Kev, Kev is our favorite. We treat. We put him on a fucking pedestal. pedestal. He's our best. He's our best little guy. He's our best little guy. Never grow up, Kev. No. You stay my little Peter Pan forever. <laughs> I want to. I want to see you fly in the sky. Um, 
but uh but yeah i i don't i mean i guess i would i get i got real pissed off at like missing richard simmons when they like we went to richard simmons house and like knocked on the door like he clearly didn't want to be found that was the whole point of the podcast is where is he and he's like well i don't so if richard simmons had written to them and said hey please stop Mm -hmm. and they hadn't i would have called them pieces of shit so i guess i have to apply the same logic but here's my one condition Mm mm-hmm I will stop the podcast, Bare Naked Ladies, if you write a letter to me asking me to stop the podcast and each of you sign it so that I can frame it and put it in my basement. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Make a copy of that for me. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Like a, a le- cease and desist order? A cease and desist signed by the Bare Naked Lady. Ev, I have a new end game for this podcast, and it's to earn a cease and desist from BNL. We have to get, we'll have to get pretty nasty. Oh, I'm going to get nasty with these. Although, ladies. like, it'll be hard. It'd be hard to get cease and desist without like libel mm-hmm. or slander. Yeah, we'd have to say something. I'm pretty sure we've said things that have been libelous, especially about Steve. Yeah, I mean, right? Because we've 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 talked about him and we've said really bad things about him. I mean, we haven't like accused him of murder or anything. Yeah. Well, Should we come out right now and accuse one of the Bare Naked Ladies of murder? If if any of them had committed murder, who do you think it would be? Well, S- Steve has said he's committed murder. What? Shot shot him right between his baby blues. Oh, yeah. And he's saying Straw Hat and Old Dirty Hank, too. So He's a farmer. He works in the fields all day. But I truly think... Do you think, think Steve has ever worked in a field? Uh, come on. <laughs> no. Not a day in his life. That's fair. I think if any of the Bare Naked Ladies were to murder someone, it would be Andy. I think there's a reason he quit. He didn't want the spotlight anymore. He wanted to live his little life. Because he knew if he mm. continued with the Bare Naked Ladies... Mm-hmm people were going to start figuring it out yeah yep every time they stopped at a tour people would go missing (laughs) absolutely he it's a compulsion for him he has to two to three from every concert oh jesus christ andy my boy do you think the other ladies are enablers i mean i think they love him enough that they well well jim jim's like do you think jim's like well if you turn andy in, you got to turn me in too yeah because i've oh. been like i understand like that this is wrong but I, we've been doing like this is how we were raised yeah. like this is you know this is our life and andy is too pre- or jim is too precious to lose so they can't lose that base you can't replace Damn. it can't replace anyone you can't in the replace the base as i always say yeah. uh well they replaced can't andy deface with the base i mean that was a pretty lateral if not upward move right what they I replaced don't... andy with i'm not i don't understand what you're saying <laughs> kevbo those aren't Neither of those people are in this band, Saker. Sorry, what band? Aren't we talking about... Uh, no Black Margaritas! <laughs> Aren't we talking about Counting Crows? Counting Crows. Gin Blossoms or some other 90s band? Oh, I can't wait till Better we're, than Ezcast? We're done with BNL and we can start God, better than Ezcast. No, please. No, we're going to do page by page. The Stephen... <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> I'm going to walk away and consider myself well served. Well, then we'll never see each other again. Until we go Saker, to... we hung out before this podcast. We hang out outside this podcast. We will see each other again. I don't remember. I don't know how this turned into a pep talk, but... <laughs> so let's let's kind of... Uh, let's think about the world where we don't stop doing this podcast uh-huh. after the cease and desist okay. order. What's that look like to you? Uh, um, Trump is still president. The year is 2026. <laughs> Trump is dictator <laughs> for life. Trump is dictator for life. He is imperator Tromposa. Yes. It's like those where he's wearing the Warhammer armor and he's like godhead. Well, most of he's like, yeah, most of him is like machine at this sure, point. Absolutely. In 2027. 
we we do this because what we're doing Eight is hiding years. hiding resistance messages in the podcast. Oh, so yeah. we have to keep doing page by page. We have to do, keep doing talking about the buckle, the Finn Buckle podcast. We <laughs> have boys. to keep, we have to keep doing uh, the Brothers podcast, the Brothers Cregan podcast, uh, podcast bros, super podcast bros colon a Brothers Cregan podcast. <laughs> Because we are giving messages to the freedom fighters. Yeah, and for some reason, our podcast slips through the censorship. Because, as everyone knows, Trump is a blind spot uh, for the bare naked ladies. Yeah. He can't understand them. He's not only Trump, seen them. but like an admin- his, administ- his whole administration blind yes. spot. Yes. Well, it's weird because the brainwashing stuff that they use on the Trump administration candidates. Uh, has a strange side effect of erasing the bare naked ladies from, from your the, consciousness. Yeah, they just yeah. don't see or hear any of it, That's, which is why the resistance fighters play CDs really loud where they're doing their resistance. That's correct. They just play fucking everything to everyone at full volume. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Well, that's the universe we live in. <laughs> or hopefully we won't. Jesus Christ. That would be horrifying. Yes. Don't vote for Trump, everyone. A woo-hoo-hoo. Ev. Hey. Another one. Bites, bites the, the, the dust. dust. We did it. You can get with us on Facebook. We are It's All Been Done and Bare Naked Ladies podcast on Facebook. You can get with us on Twinkle. Twinkle. We are at Been Done Pod on Twinkle. And you can give us a review on iTunes. Doesn't matter good or bad. We actually have a review to read today. Gosh. This one is from Manda Panda Bear 1992. Ooh, 1992. I want to go back there. I want to go back to 92. Uh, this one, I, again, I wish iTunes would let you read the full title. I came for the one week episode, dot, 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 five stars. This show is delightful. Oh, They are you. just the right amount of fan for me. Oh, good. <laughs> I like VNL well enough. I've seen them in concert once, and I know all the lyrics to one week, and if I had a million dollars, but I wouldn't say I'm a diehard. The goofs and bits are just wonderful oh. it's a chill podcast i'd give this one a guy wearing a speedo at a pool whose and it fits just a little too snug Ooh. <laughs> which so i believe see, was hal's rating for so you can see the ball wrinkles <laughs> yes yeah. absolutely maybe one testy slips out <laughs> thank you manda panda bear 1992 you. you were real sweetie to us oh my heart grew six sizes just now um i'm in trouble <laughs> Ev, you do not have enough blood to sustain that Every size pump heart. is my entire body convulsing. Ugh. Ugh. Um, what do you got to plug this week? Heart replacement surgery. surgery. <laughs> heart reductions. You can have reduction surgery on lots of parts of your body. Can well, you I, got on, I got on Twitter. I'm a Twitter man now. Oh, you're a Twitter man. Are you actually plugging something? I got on Twitter. Holy shit. What's your Twitter name? Dumb God. At dumb God? At dumb God. Dumb I'm, underscore God. Oh, dumb underscore. I was going to say I'm surprised nobody had at dumb God. Did you try that one first? I just put in dumb God. And what is this dumb God Twitter? God. You were already on Twitter at Evan Dickin. How is this different? Follow and find out. <laughs> Gotta keep the mystery. Gotta keep the mystery. So at dumb underscore God. Yeah. Uh, yeah check it out. Don't. Enjoy. Do this, it. I don't care. The first time you've plugged something. I just was excited to be on Twitter. You want to push. I want to figure out how Twitter works. You've had a Twitter for a while. Right, but I don't know how it works. So why did you make another Twitter? That's because not- this is the way I do it. This is how we do it. Um, all right. I will never understand you. <laughs> but that's what makes us such good friends. And I never will. <laughs> I'm Evan. I'm Saker. And we'll see you again in Seven a week. days. Seven days.